Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. It has been brought to my attention that sometimes when life is going well for me, this show can get boring. Well, it won't be boring on this one, guys. I've got some stuff. Nothing huge. Nothing that breaks me down. I have to get put back together again. But... Yeah, there, there's there's some stuff, but we're going to get into some of my life stuff and then some personal stuff and then end on some fun stuff. So we'll jump right in. I got my clearance letter from the DMV, so yippee woohoo. Um, I'll be uh, looking at getting my driver's permit um, in about a week. So uh, And then I start driving and I was basically given a deadline to get my license, which is at the end of next month. So... Holy shit, that's actually happening. Remember when I was freaking out about how all these baby steps just kind of started adding up and snowballing into actually getting my life fucking together? Well, holy shit, my life is fucking getting back together. So I will actually be driving by the end of next month, um, fully uh, insured, licensed driver, um, like an adult. So, uh, and then I start looking for a grown-up job. So... By the end of the year, I'm looking at, uh, by the end of the year, I'm looking at a car, a grown-up job, and, um, you know, having my own place again, uh, well-furnished. You know, maybe about that time, I'll start kind of looking at romance. I don't know. Maybe. It kind of seems like I'm never going to have a girlfriend if I don't shut up about the talking heads and the flash. But... You know, there's got to be someone out there for me. I, I bonded with, uh, you know, a Star Wars fanatic. Uh, there was a punk girl, a rockabilly whatever girl. You know, there there are people, there are nerds out there. Girl nerds. I just got to go out and meet them. And they'll go, oh, holy shit, you like what I like. As opposed to just getting vacant, vacant stares from people. When I talk about uh, Martin Freeman's uh, cameo in um, Hot Fuzz. But... Anyway, that sounded too too real to be uh, made up. I got on iTunes, and uh, there's a partial CD, and I guess that has to do with rights and all this, but I wasn't aware that iTunes could, like, have partial CDs, like, or, or albums, I guess. I don't know what the digital terminology is. Fucking millennials don't know what fucking CDs are, so... A, fuck them, and B, uh, I, I, I was I wanted to get this Warren Zevon retrospective. I guess two of the songs are like only half there, or previews? I don't know. I have not researched it completely, but uh, uh, I will be getting, like, kind of cherry-picking some of the tracks, because I really want to hear um, the Adam Sandler track and the Bruce Springsteen track, and there's a Pixies track. If you're wondering what CD I'm talking about, by the way, it's uh, Enjoy Every Sandwich, which is a, 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 a tribute album to uh, Warren Zevon, who I've kind of um, rediscovered by watching a, a retrospective on Letterman, and Letterman and Warren Zevon were good friends, and that's where you see um, that quote, uh, Enjoy Every Sandwich, come from, is actually from his final appearance on Letterman uh, before he died. Warren Zevon, not Letterman. I don't give a shit if Letterman dies, honestly. Now we get into the personal stuff, the not boring stuff, as some people have told me. I don't shut up. And this is going to kind of wind from the past into the present with something else. No, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to switch a, little, a few things on the list you cannot see. My dad called me back. Um, it took him about a week to call me back after I wished him a happy birthday at the beginning of this month. He did not call me to return the call and see how I was uh, at all. He was calling because he's getting a new job and he had 
to get security clearance for it. And he um, had a few questions about me and he needed um, my mom's phone number so he could talk to her, which apparently that was a short and terse conversation. I wasn't there for it. Like I said last week, I really wish I could have been in the room for that one, but what are you gonna do? So my dad called me back and it wasn't to talk about how I was. Now I turned the conversation into that, not because I'm a narcissist or uh, egotistic, but because like, hey, it's my dad and maybe he should know what's going on in my life. And I was, you know, said like, what's the new job? What's this? What's that? You know, how are things? I know that you broke up with your girlfriend or wife number four or whatever the fuck she was. And invariably, he did ask, like, you know, how are you? Are you still at the coffee shop? Yes, I am. Um, he goes, are you still doing your um, pod things? Which always, my parents are both like, your cast thing, your eye thing. Yeah, I still do the podcast. Uh, actually, we launched a fourth show. I told him, I said, everything's going great. We're teaming up with Does It By Letters, and we're working on this partnership with Nerd Night. And that will probably actually happen uh, in uh, closer to June because of uh, the Denver Comic Con. But... You know, we, we talked about, you know, I said, well, everything's doing good. And this is, you know, hot on the heels of the last couple of weeks where I've been talking about being highly sensitive to criticism from my dad. Well, you know what? My dad didn't give me any criticism. And you know why? It's because I think he doesn't fucking care, which is shitty. I think he, you know, speaking of being a narcissist and ego, uh, egotistic, you know, he just wanted what he could get from me, which was this information for his job. He doesn't care that... You know, I'm putting my life back together. He doesn't care that um, the the network is a network and it's going really well and the numbers look great across the board for the most part in terms of listeners and unique downloads. And he doesn't, like, I get that I could be boring when I talk about the tech side of stuff. Like, if you're not into tech or you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, like, I get that. That's, I could be really boring. But I got the sense that he was just really apathetic, which, by the way, is a million times fucking worse than being criticized. It's it's just like wow, you couldn't even be arsed to arsed about to, to to fucking give a shit about me. Like you don't even have the fucking like heart in you, man, to say good job or what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like either one of those, I could have really handled much better psychologically than oh okay, and moving on. Like, the the apathy, like, from the man that I got over the phone, over the fucking phone, like, not even in person, was just ridiculous. I don't know if he's embarrassed about, like, you know, where his life's kind of gone downhill and he's trying to get his shit together. I can understand that. When I graduated college, I was working at a 7-Eleven. For fuck's sake, that's embarrassing. Being, you know, in a cap and gown and then going, yeah, I got to go fucking sell some roller food to fucking drunks tomorrow. Like, I get it. But man, like, I asked him about his life. I genuinely give a fuck. All I ask is that a fuck is given in return. Now, and part of this is I'm going to talk. Uh, uh, I talked a lot while I was on the phone with him. And that is a purely um, uh, uh, anxious habit. Um, because when my dad would get mad, he would get really quiet. And, you know, I wasn't a troublesome kid, but once I accidentally scratched his car with a cardboard box. Apparently that can happen. And he was really mad the entire fucking weekend, and he drove me home in complete silence to drop me off my mom's. So I've equated in my brain that silence means I've done something wrong. Now, whether that's true or not in my adult life, 
remains to be seen. Sometimes, you know, just there's a lull in a conversation or someone doesn't have something to say or whatever. So I feel the need to fill that silence so that I don't automatically think, oh shit, this person's quiet, that means they're mad at me, or I've done something, or or I've stepped over some kind of boundary, because that's rarely the fucking case. I tell people, I said, usually I shut up when there's something wrong. Now, sometimes that's true, and sometimes it's not. Um, when it's not, it's because, you know, maybe I'm processing what we're going to be working on this weekend on the network, or I'm drawing something in my head, or uh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm a biologic, I don't like being a biologic, but... Is where the fuck's my robot body by 2015? But my point is that, you know, sometimes I'm quiet just to be quiet. Sometimes I don't have something to say, which is rare if you've listened to this show, because this whole show is just me talking. So silence is the enemy, that note says. And I found it, you know, once again, that when I talk to my dad, I tend to carry the conversation um, because, A, he's quiet because he doesn't give a shit. Um, I honestly think that. I don't think he's mad at me anymore about anything. I think he just doesn't give a shit. I think he's so wrapped up in his own bullshit that everything else is just white noise or static or not even there. Um, so I felt the need to carry the conversation. I thought, shit, I talked a lot during that conversation. Like, that was weird. Oh, no, wait. It's because if I'm quiet around him, that means I'm going to immediately get that feeling. And that feeling stems from him. It's, you know, if that happened around Deb or Lizzie or Brandon or anyone at work, like, I, I would go, okay, this, you know, maybe it's it's not me, maybe it's them. You know, I can differentiate, I can, I can separate that feeling from that person. Um, but with him, it's totally, like, entwined. Like, he is the, the psychological patient zero for this neuroses that I've got. So there's, there's that. Speaking of filling the void, the silent void, I did try to get um, into a new D&D game. I found out yesterday, that's not going to work. Unfortunately, the, the group is full, and, you know, having ten players um, on a campaign, that's a lot for a DM to handle. And then you got to start, like, you know, de-nerfing creatures and repopulating items. Like, it's a pain in the ass. What a weird fucking segue. And then lastly... Uh, because this is it. I mean, everything's going well, but I've, I've, the day job has got some things going on. Um, I got people showing up for interviews, which is great, and I'm hiring them. And then I got one that's not showing up for trainings. Like, it's like, well, that's great. Here's a job. Want to work it? Yeah. You going to show up? Nope. So I have to deal with uh, another hiring thing while figuring out this financial fuck up that happened. That, you know, nothing's bad. No one's stealing. It's just that, you know, we had a huge paid out that drained our petty cash, and then don't worry about it. Um, so I've got stuff that that a job that's taken up my brain. I changed my name back to Doug on Facebook, so I'm no longer like Dave Owlbear or Jimmy Rageplow or uh, uh, Pussy Thirsty Fuckbear or Joe Pineapples. Like, I'm back to me. And you know why? I think there's probably a subconscious thing where I'm going, I'm okay with me now. Like, I don't have to build this persona of, you know, the intergalactic sharpshooting ABC robot. Or I, you know, don't have to go, look at how fucking nerdy I am because I chose a name based on an obscure creature from Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I'm just like, bam, look, here's me, digitally naked, you know, waving my digital dick around like I don't give a digital fuck. And that feels good. That... You know, I can kind of go, look, like, look, I'm back in the world. I actually, you know, kind of exist. I'm not, 
you know, like the gem hologram. I can be Jerrica. Um, what a weird fucking uh, metaphor on that one. So it's because I just watched the gem and the holograms trailer and uh, it's a piece of shit. Um, it's all uh, fucking Disney-fied and uh, I'm, I'm not digging it. I was really hoping that, you know, you'd have like synergy and they're like their secret base in the drive-through or drive-in rather and uh you know you would have the rival band and you know i watched gem for fuck's sake uh not religiously but you know i mean it was a cartoon in the 80s they came out in blocks you'd have like gi joe and voltron and you know gem and the holograms and then so forth and so on thundercats how can i forget thundercats so that's it so despite you know my dad calling and kind of fucking me up in in you know in a way that I'm gonna I, I talk about uh, that that happened last week and I'm talking about it now all you know all the way to to you know I, I don't know I just completely fucking lost my train of thought and I'm on my own it's not like I have someone interrupting me there you go those those are my uh, you know my acute mental neuroses finally um, you know I got to take care of some stuff and there's some doors slamming so um, from damn Doug's acute mental neuroses I'm Doug. And from damn Doug's acute mental neuroses, these have finally, for some people, been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!